Greetings, uh, Amel. Uh, greetings, um, Mr. Zuma and the listeners. How are you? I'm fine, but you know the lockdown. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very difficult question to answer. No? Yeah. <laughs> it's, the obvious, it's the obvious feeling that uh, 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 we are all expressing. And uh, you don't have to explain. We know exactly uh, what you are missing. No, definitely. Yeah, but as an entrepreneur, it might be different, uh, perhaps. And we will we'll come to that. Uh, yes, I challenge differently to maybe other fellow professionals. Not that we are we are we are, we are special, um, and 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 this is not to suggest that our 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 show is exclusive uh, in it for exclusive people, but I think entrepreneurs uh, play a particular role in the society. Will you agree? No, I would agree. I mean, through a challenge comes opportunities, and finding avenues to find. No challenges. So you need to to respond quickly, even though you might be found <coughs> not ready yeah. to go through what's happening. But it's our role now say what's happening, what are the possibilities, and mm. what can be done mm. about this situation. Yeah. Yeah. But firstly, mm. let me thank you for accepting to be my my uh, a guest. Uh, we are talking about entrepreneurs and we are talking about entrepreneurship. Um, the, the series is really aimed at uh, firstly the listeners getting to know you and then secondly getting to know your company but what we want to get out of it is that uh, whatever you have ex- experienced becomes also an inspiration to other fellow entrepreneurs, listeners, aspiring entrepreneurs, and uh, and the public at large. No, definitely. Thanks uh, to you, Mr. Zima, for inviting me so that I can learn from engagement, also share a little knowledge, you know, and experiences and expertise that I may have and throughout my career. And indeed, entrepreneurship and entrepreneurs are the future. And we need to hone that spirit to ensure that we are able to enforce that blood, that mindset, and that strategic thinking in ourselves and those around us. With those few ways, welcome to Commerza Business Connect and Commerza Club Radio Africa. This is what we call podcast to broadcast. So the, the, the people listening to us will be both on our podcast that is distributed broadly via anchor.fm and then of course via Google Podcast. Um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many others 
that are linked with us through the anchor.fm. Uh, I want to start with just understanding and knowing uh, you better. Uh, on behalf of the audience, obviously, I want to ask that question that we do justice to it, to tell us, for you to tell us who Abel is, your full name, uh, where do you come from, where were you born, and where did you grow up, uh, uh, before we go into the big, deeper issues of your entrepreneurship. Uh, thanks a lot. My name is Ramabaka Abel Simule. I was born in Lepalale and around standard one or so, then we moved to Hangitikikana. That's where I could say I was bred. You know, I owned quite a number of things between my place of birth and where we grew up as a family. It was quite a journey. It was quite an exciting life because, uh, you know, when somebody's an entrepreneur, you see the naughtiness, you know, trying to, you know, find new things or try new things. And, you know, you, you ask yourself, why is this small child so full of energy and things like that? So that's where even in terms of my journey into entrepreneurship started. And if you don't mind, uh, I remember uh, when I this, was in... This was uh, in Limpopo, right? Uh, the Palala is in Limpopo and the villages you mentioned. Yeah, It's in Limpopo, in the Waterberg district. Uh, that's where Midupi Power Station is. So I know everybody wants to start mentioning the ESCOM yes. power station. Now they've got yeah. their yeah. right. Wonderful. And uh, as you grew up, what what would you say are the things that uh, are still up there in your mind that you grew up doing and you grew up uh, enjoying? Um. Well, playing with other kids. Um, what? What? Schooling was very exciting. Were you play, what type of a play playing? Are you happy or brava brava or ghetto? No, no, I was also yes. into soccer, you know. They used to call me KK. I used oh, to yes. say I'm KK. You know, <clears throat> I'm So soccer was in our blood. And, uh, you know, the normal other games that uh, small kids play. Wonderful. And, and, and share with us your fond youth memories. Your fond memories. Pardon? Of your um, my, my first fond memories with my mom. I grew very close to my mom. You know, sleeping with her. In those days, there was no issue of crime. So we'll just, you know, go into the family yard, you know, sleep yeah. there when it's very hot. And, uh, you know, enjoy that bonding, being, you know, close to, to your mom. 
and feeling that love and attention that she gives you. Um, the other is we used to go and, you know, hunt with my friends, you know, uh, catching birds, mm. doves, uh, well, not fish, because my brother said, no, 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 you're still yeah. young, you can't eat fish. So those are some of the fond memories mm. that, you know, mm. one had. And uh, later we to Hankidikikana, then, yeah, there, then it was a new environment. One had to adjust. But as I said, I was very naughty. So there was one older sister. The name is Martha. Uh, I used to be very close to her. And I used to <laughs> love English somehow from a tender age because of our English mm. classes from school. So they all be saying, hey, what are you, 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 when are you, you've got a future to go to, you know, because you don't just sit back, you know, touch here and mm. there and things mm. like that. And in standard five, I had to hold the fort. I stayed alone, you know, in my family homestead without my, you mm. know, elders. We had a ghost crawl and I was an entrepreneur already at that age of being in standard five. This yeah. is they call it grade seven. Uh, I would go to the nearest town, you know, mm. uh, Marken, go and buy agricultural horse, tomatoes, onions, archers, oranges, and things like that. On the weekends from Monday, then kids from the village mm. during lunch break, they will come to my home buy sashabo so that they can go mm. and eat their lunches. You know, those are the fond memories that I remember. To say, but I was still a kid, but I was very adventurous and looking for ways to keep myself busy and, uh, you know, ensure that I can be able to take care of myself during those, you know, exciting moments. And so I was staying with my little, uh, my sister's little daughter, you know, and, but mm. I was able to hold the fort because of that business to ensure that at least now I can be able to survive. Sometimes I'll go to my friend's shop and we'll sell from there and later deliver what, you know, people have bought from his shop. So after school, I'll take a bucket, go throughout the mm. village selling, which is something is still stuck in my mind of my journey. Did you feel that you were struggling then or it was, these are the things that you really enjoy doing yeah. i really enjoy doing those you know i didn't I mean, nobody forced me to sell yeah. because i was staying alone if there was somebody that was forcing me i could have decided to stop but i mean you know when you sell things at home you know that excitement of meeting people of different characters i remember there was a sister because I was also selling Melrose Ark, Vianas and Polonis. When I go and deliver at her place, sometimes she'll just say, no, no, leave them there, you know, so that I don't see other goods that are in there because she was very shy. Yeah. And, and so, so yeah. when you say that this, this is now what is evident in you today, do you really, do you relate 
So tell us any days of being involved in business especially. No, definitely because when I went to high school, you know in schools when you are a bright kid and you are good in maths, you know, and, and all those subjects, they will try to coerce you to do science and uh, you know mathematics and biology. So some teachers tried to recruit me. I said, no, 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 no. I'm going to do commerce. Can you imagine a very small boy from the rural area saying, I'm going yeah. to do commerce? And that's how that passion grew. And uh, during my high school and you know start of tertiary, I was selling very expensive uh, perfumes. So that journey continued with me throughout my schooling. And, and, and which, which subjects did you complete your grade 12? It was accounting, maths, business economics, economics, and the normal English, Africans, wow. and Spanish. It was a full house uh, commerce uh, portfolio, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Did you do well? Yeah. No, that was a full house. Pardon? Did you do well? No, I did. I did. I did very well. Um, I had my uh, uncle's son, my nephew. So even in terms of positions from grade eight to grade twelve. We used to compete for number ones, number twos. Mm. So, you know, and going into matric, then, you know, I scored very well to qualify. I don't remember if there was any university that said I don't qualify, but that was just, uh, you know, God's blessing. And uh, some of the hard work and some of the gifts that uh, God has bestowed on me. Mm. Tell me, uh, let's just go a little bit back. Uh, are you are you, are you still in touch with your your your, your village uh, right now, and in what form? Yeah, no, we are still in touch. Yeah, any any projects that you're doing for your home village currently? Uh, I think I spend most of my time around here but what i did was i was still asleep you spend a lot of time in Houting, you think in Houting, mm. yeah so going home was more to be involved i think we have about 10 to twenty thousand hectares of land mm. as my family and community wow beautiful stuff um and then you you got the good results in the trade. Pushing very hard to ensure to... that we are able to get strategic funders. Because... You got good results that qualified you to go to the university and you ended up going to which university? I ended up going to Vets University. Okay. Uh, to do what? Yeah. I did a commerce yeah. degree. Uh, you know, into marketing, business economics, and accounting, which was a quite exciting uh, degree. But I mean, that culture shock, you probably nowadays, 
you know, there was a culture shock of now going into a white establishment whereby the English is not that you were taught at, you know, in terms of uh, volume, voice and everything else. So you had to do some adjustment, but the mood was very good. And, you know, I found other guys uh, that came from home and some came from the same high school. Uh, we kept touch even today. We're still in touch and we're still friends having bonded because of that foreign land that we went into when we came to Vest. But we said, guys, we are here. We have to conquer. Yeah. And, and you were successful indeed. Yeah, no, I completed my degree and then I started working. But even during my studies, I was still an entrepreneur. So mm. I was working, trying to make extra money to depend. As much as I got full bazaaries for accommodation, books, stipends, and everything else. Yes, and, and, and what commercial degree was it? Is it BCom or BCom? No, BCom. Uh, and majoring in accounting. Yeah, I did marketing, business economics, and later, you know, included accounting in it. Wonderful. And uh, what were the difficulties of uh, a boy of, I mean, you've mentioned that it was a foreign, but what specifically are the issues that somebody coming from a rural area like where you came from and coming to a city of Johannesburg and, 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 and go to a such a big, well-known uh, university, uh, obviously white-dominated, and then you meet other people from all over the world there. What will you say, and just for the benefit of those young people out there that might be hearing your story, what are the things that you will say, these are really a few things that you need to take control of when you come for the first time on campus? Well, you, yeah, you need to be disciplined. Mm. You need to not be taken over by the excitement mm. and the lifestyle that you find, you know, in Gauteng, in Jobek, mm. because people come from different backgrounds. Mm. And if you are not focused as to why you are here, you may end up now going into friendships that are not beneficial to your future, that are not going to ensure that the purpose that your parents and even yourself dreamed about to you know find uh, education and empower yourself so that you can be able to be a better person uh, that can fly through the window if you are not very careful to know but you need to have a balanced but, life okay. at the same but, time but so you say that belonging to uh uh, in campus-based societies and uh, organizations, that, that definitely will be encouraged, right? No, it will be encouraged. I mean, I was a sports fanatic, mm -hmm. so I was playing softball from high school. I came in here. I still played softball as an extramural activity. Uh, sometimes I'll go to Jubet mm -hmm. Park. There was a chess sport mm -hmm. there whereby then I'll continue playing chess just to, you know, sharpen my mind and, you know, 
uh, refresh from the books and everything else. And with my friends, sometimes we'll go and watch, uh, you know, soccer at uh, Ellis Park or FNU or wherever. So you need to balance life, but no focus, no things that you should not do that may disadvantage you in that journey. Great stuff. Let's hold it there. We'll be back in two minutes and look into your professional career journey, right? Okay. We'll be back in two minutes.